What's up? This is Rocky Asuka Romero, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Boom! What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with me is my co-host, as usual. Hello, hello. City Wrestling Jay here. Uh, Jose. How are you today, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Uh... It's up all morning watching. Uh, have you watched The Sinner yet on no. on USA? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a pretty good show. It's, it's really weird. One? Yeah, season one's on Netflix now. Okay. It's really weird. Uh-huh. Um, basically, the premise of it is this young lady played by Jessica Biel. Um, she uh, 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 oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, she goes she, like, she goes out with her family to a beach, and all uh-huh. of a sudden she hears a song, and she just murders this man on the beach. Yeah, and it's just like completely random, and they're trying to figure out what happened. And it like goes into her past, and like there's all this dark secrets. It's weird, but it's like good. Like you're just like, wait, what? 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 Yeah. Is it Legion weird? Legion. Oh, I never saw Legion. That's a, another good one. Okay. It's in season two right now, so it's about uh, Professor X's illegitimate son. Ooh. Yeah, and he's the most powerful mutant on Earth. Wait, what is? Is this on FX? I believe it is. Yeah. Okay, because I think I've seen that before. I've not seen it, but I've seen the. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. But guys, if you want to well, at least hear more of us, you can find us at soundcloud.com slash Radio. Also, across other fine podcast delivery options. I also noticed like we have Stitcher. I'll just name them Stitcher, mm-hmm. CastBox, um, iTunes, Google. I noticed the other day we have almost 10 subscribers on CastBox. Sweet. That is just, those are, you know, thank you to everyone on CastBox. If you want to support City Wrestling Radio, because CastBox is a really easy way to listen to your uh, podcast. Go out there and uh, give us a like, you know, share, just just a little comment. Just say, hey, what, hey guys, what's up? Yeah, let us know you're there. And then we'll reply and we'll say, hey, thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate all your support. You may even win a leftover prize. Yeah, I know. Yeah, party. yeah. I got to apologize to everyone, anyone that like listened to us and I said, you know, we were going to have this watch party and at Kizar Pub. Oh, my God. This completely fell through. I don't want to get too into it, um, but... Uh, when I got there at last minute, right around 2.50 um, to set up, I was told by the bartender that there was um, there was no mention to her about the watch party uh-huh. and that we couldn't do anything unless she knew about it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so um, I never heard back from the owner, unfortunately, and it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, these things happen. They happen all the time, especially with, you know, owners that are kind of absent at yeah. their pubs. Um, what can you do? I had I know, and you no, know, the most bummer thing is that I made all these extreme rule trivia questions. Yeah, and thirty of them, thirty of them. I mean, now I have to wait a year for them. A year? Yeah, wait well, a year uh, till the next watch. Party. Unless like uh, World of Hardcore comes to San Francisco, then you could use it then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, sorry guys if you came out and you know there was no wrestling on there. Or, you know, and I also want to thank everyone that did come out and just that, you know, and a few people that I did see. So I waited around for about 20 minutes or so, 30 minutes, uh-huh. just kind of see if anyone shows up and let them know, hey, you know. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. But, you know, it is what it is. I have all these prizes now that just sit in my backpack. I don't know what to do with them. Mm. Uh, we do have SummerSlam coming up. So yeah. we're, we're, we're getting that. We're organizing that. And that actually will happen. You know, mark my words. It okay. will happen. I don't okay. care. Is there a location? Um if it has to be in the Diamond Studio, it'll be in the Diamond Studio. All right. Screw it. I don't know if we'll get, you know, 60 people in here, but we can try. Um, we could fit 10 on the floor. 
10 on the floor, probably about five on the bed. I would say we could do eight on the bed, depending. Yeah, you would have if you do stadium seating on the bed. Yeah, or just people like laying down and yeah. Oh, stadium seating probably would work better because you have the you gotta go up. Yeah, build upwards. So put uh, some pillows on the far end of the bed. There you go. Or just, just take everything out and just pillows on the floor. There you go. Everyone just sit on the floor. Just an old school sixties uh, hippie party. There we go. It's a San Francisco BN, a human BN, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, sorry guys about that. But you know, we didn't do it. We actually didn't weren't able to do a Extreme Rules review or hangover show. Uh, so we'll just run down that card real quick, um, kind of give you our thoughts on what we thought of Extreme Rules. Uh, Jose, what do you think of overall? You know what? It was, a, it was a decent show. I was entertained. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, three stars out of five. Okay. Um, it was definitely, um, yeah, like I said, it was entertaining. Yeah, not groundbreaking, um, but fun. Yeah. Uh, so the first couple matches on the pre-show, the first match we had was Sin Cara versus Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, the, the network has to do something about his pre-show replay. What do you mean? I completely missed it. I don't know where to find it. Oh, I have to um, go digging for it, right? Yeah, go to pay per view and then go to extreme rules, and it should be like it, there's it, like three options. Okay, yeah, um, the after show, the show, and the pre show. Yeah, okay. I do I'll have to. I do have to tell WWE they need to stop doing this crap. They had a commercial. They did picture in picture during the pre show for extreme rules, and the commercial was for extreme rules. Extreme rules. Son of a. Are there still pre-shows on like free pay-per-view TV? Because I remember back in the day, you yeah. like if you didn't order the pay-per-view, you could still watch the like pre-show. Like say, you would watch it at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes like it would be unscrambled for like just the pre-show, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like right when the pay-per-view started, if you didn't order it, yeah. Like if you didn't call ahead and like oh, I want to order WrestleMania, yeah, uh, it would cut off. It would get all scrambled. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Does that still happen? Well, uh, it's the network. You have to get the app in order to get it to play. You, th- there's no free preview yeah. of the app unless you sign up. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It's just weird. Is is it maybe a YouTube thing? Do they run it on YouTube? Oh, that's right. I think they do run it on YouTube. The pre-show. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I think okay. they do. If they run the pre-show on uh, YouTube, that makes, makes sense. sense. Okay. I mean, okay, that does make sense. Uh, so this was a pretty good match. Uh, Andrade versus uh, Sin Cara. Um, you know, there was. Um, what was it? There was a good point where uh, Sin Cara pushes Cien off the top of the apron. Uh, C- Sin Cara tries to do what I thought was supposed to be a leg drop off of the rope, um, but it was kind of like a botch because he like, Andrade was kind of hanging through the ropes and he does like this leg drop thing yeah. to the outside. It looked yeah, kind of looked all botchy. Yeah, I saw the the gif gif. Who uh, you know, it's a gif. Gif. Yeah. To me, it's a gif. Anyway, I saw that of the botch spot and I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm missing this. <laughs> oh, I know, right. And uh, there was a, I guess, um, you know how Andrade does his thing where he poses on the ropes? Yep. Now Selena Vega gets in the ring under him mm-hmm. and then poses with him. Yeah. So I've never seen her do that before. Yeah, it's, this is the second time uh, that I would have seen it if okay. I saw the show. Yeah. But I think she did it on uh, last week. Okay. Uh, double knees and hammerlock DDT for Sin- on Sinkara for the pin. Cien almost beats Sinkara. So feud over? I hope so. Um, you know, in fact, WWE.com today, you know, today is Tuesday. There was a video of apparently Zelina Vega confronting AJ Styles. Too soon. I know. And because it's just like they, he's not going to lose that title before that video game comes out. Yeah, no way. Um, so there's definitely, yeah, Andrade's not going to win the title. Even though Andrade would be a great champion. For SmackDown, yes. Yeah, WWE champion. Yeah. You know, it's not like that title. It's like the mid-card title over on um, on SmackDown kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's the way they treat it. Yeah, it's a shame too. But um, it's just weird. The WWE title should have main event main evented the other night. Yeah, like especially with Ziggler winning, and, and we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so the next match was uh, Sanity versus the New Day. 
Um, the match starts out. Both teams brawl. Uh, Dane was tossed into the ring steps. Elbow dropped by Eric Young. Uh, Sanity stacked some tables on the outside at a certain point, but they didn't stack them like regular stack. Like they put the legs upwards, Eat. which looked really dangerous. Yeah. Um, I was kind of, I was praying no, no one would fall through it, but I don't think anyone did at that point. Um, then it cuts to kind of Kofi and Alexander Wolf on the apron. Kofi teasing a German suplex, um, kind of teetering backwards, table outside. And that's yeah. when Eric Young hits him with a elbow drop to put him through the table. Sanity wins. Wow. So I think this uh, this feud will go on a little bit longer. Definitely. I, saw, I did see that spot where Kofi used uh, a bunch of guys like stilts. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So what happened was, yeah, there was that cool spot where they had Eric Young and Alexander Wolf. Uh, they were about to get double power bombed off the ropes, you know, off the corner. Yeah. Um, and then Kofi does like a stomp, like he he off the top rope does a double stomp to yeah. both of them as they like power bomb. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that cool. was really cool. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it was a, it was a fun match. Uh, next up, we have Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel versus um, the Deleter of Worlds, the B Team versus the Deleter of Worlds. Yeah. Uh, first, they show they cut to Ronda Rousey sitting ringside. So I guess she was pretty much there the entire night. Yeah. Did she get up and get her own sodas, or did her husband do it? Um, I mean, I feel like they would have had it just delivered. Yeah. You know. Uh, oh, sorry guys, that sounded like I was in a tunnel for a second. Um, yeah. No, they probably have. They have like ringside service, man. Yeah, then no, nobody gets that. I want that at WWE. Just like bring me a Jack and Coke, right? You know, they're like, "No, sir, you have to get up yourself." Like, I'm not leaving hard cam with my Macho Man glasses on. <laughs> like, just go, no, go get me a damn Jack and Coke. This is my show. I'm hijacking yeah, it. Yeah, this should be at least an app. Yeah, Where exactly. You, you know, doop, 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 doop. They have the app for you know WWE Shop when you go there now. All right. So you can order yeah. stuff ahead of time. Yeah. And then pick it up at like a, t- a certain table. And they yeah. have it like in a bag. They're like, yeah. here you go. That would definitely be a stadium thing, though, right? What? The concession. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Stadium. Um, so, like I said, Bo Dow, uh, B team versus the Deleter of Worlds, Rousey at ringside. Uh, Matt, and, Matt and Bo kind of start the match. This is, I mean, this was an okay match. I mean, it wasn't that great. Uh, they're eventually, uh, Bray and Bo were kind of teasing a fight. Yeah, the, that would have been a cool, cool moment if they, you know, uh, yeah. pulled the trigger on it, but. Uh, Matt and Bray go for this double. What's that move called? The double sister Abigail. Yeah. On uh on a- or on on Bo Axel on the apron. Uh, Bo kind of threw Bray into or Matt into Bray. Then he hit him with the uh, was it the draping corkscrew neckbreaker? Uh, sure. Well, and that's what I called that, it. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Bo Dallas pinned Matt Hardy. This is One, clean. Two, three surprise. New champions. Yeah. New and the new. And I mean. I love, I do love the B team. It's just comedy gimmicks. They in WWE, they can never get past their first. Like every comedy gimmick in WWE has been a one hit wonder. Yeah. Except the exception being Edge and Christian. Yeah, those guys were major over and they actually accomplished things. But that's the thing is that they weren't based on a gimmick. They were just funny. Yeah. Like they would come out and do their gimmicks, but they were Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. They can cut to being serious, and that's what happened eventually. You know. Yeah. You know what? They had more creative freedom back then. Hmm. Um, so yeah, new tag champs after the match, uh, was it Charlie was it Charlie and, uh, kind of interviews the B team on the ramp. Curtis acts. I mean, he cracks me up. He, yeah, he was doing the backpack dance. He was like, <laughs> he, he, he said, how do you think we feel? How does a rainbow feel? How does, how did stretch Armstrong feel when he landed on the moon? Yeah. Uh, uh, and that actually continued all night after their, um, their celebration, yeah. which is really funny. Cause if you see like, I guess the next night on Monday Night Raw, they show all the. You know them, you know, running yeah, through like yeah. WWE now. 
They offered Roman Reigns a position in the B team if yeah, he won. If you, if we can do it, you can if, too. If you can believe, uh, which oh, I guess he's he bringing teased that. Yeah. Um, so new tag champs. Next up, we have. Um, let's just get into the next match. Uh, next, we have Finn Balor versus Stephanie McMahon's personal appointed constable of Raw. Baron Corbin, sorry, I didn't want to have to repeat myself. Yeah. So I just made sure I did it right the first time. I'm like, JoJo, who just messes it up every time. JoJo. jeez. Oh, she needs to be written up for that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, it, was, it, it was just, it was a sluggish match. I mean, I don't, I don't know, really know what much to say about it. It was somewhat fun. Yeah. Um, there was a cool spot where uh, Balor goes for the coup de gras, and Baron catches him with the, uh, the chokeslam backbreaker. Yeah, uh, dude, I love that move, the yeah. chokeslam backbreaker. It looks really good. And um, they did kind of mention they were like, "Oh, this is WWE's homegrown star versus the guy from outside WWE," no. which I thought was kind of weird because it's a little bit of a dig. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought so too. Uh, but eventually, um, Balor kind of uh, goes for the old school um, weakness on Baron Corbin for the roll up for the cradle pin. Yeah, and, and he did a nice reversal on that end of days. Yeah, uh, so one, two, three, uh, Balor. Beats Baron Corbin. Next up, we have Carmella versus Oscar with James Ellsworth in a shark cage. Ugh. Um, you knew something was up when the shark cage wasn't high. Was enough. like five feet off of the like from the ring. Yeah, and then uh, for some reason, Ells, you can tell Ellsworth had the, these things on his legs. Yeah, the which I didn't leg warmer. I, I didn't know this. why, and then I figured it out late. Like once, so basically, what happened is that he got out of the cage. Yeah, um, but. But like it was was fall he fell out, but he was like stuck to something like the thing yeah, on his he got pants. Caught. Was his pen, his bandanas got caught on something. On the which cage. It, which I really think it what was they just had a bungee cord. Yeah, and, you, and you could the see harness. It, yeah. yeah, he clipped it on. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, you can if you see the the photos from the cage, yeah. you can clearly see it. Um, but this match, I mean, it it was what it was. I don't know, man. You it knew it was, was bad. Yeah. Uh, Ellsworth, uh, like right as this match started, Ellsworth dropped a chain, so you know, like this whole thing was going to be all messed up. Yeah, it was just going to be shenanigans galore. Um, eventually, as I said, Ellsworth was hanging out of the cage. Oscar was fixed on Ellsworth. Uh, she's kicking him repeatedly, and then all of a sudden, Carmella sneaks up from behind and pushes Oscar. Okay, one point I have to make. Yeah. During this whole time, the referee, instead of concentrating on his job. Yeah, and counting Carmella out is focused on Oscar beating the living hell out of. Well, I got uh, some Jimmy L's. There's the referees in WWE suck, man. Yeah, they do. Like they're worse than the APW refs. I love the APW refs, but if you go to the shows, everyone boos the refs. So, uh-huh. oh god, they suck. So, but yeah. WWE refs, man, they they like even on Raw. The, I'll oh, I'll get there. Yep. But you know they suck. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, Carmella pushes Oscar into the cage and. Um, Carmella beats Oscar again, again, again. Um, so what is that? Are, are they waiting for SummerSlam to get the belt off of her, or? But like, how are they? Oh, is she man. a permanent fixture? Is the trade from Monday night gonna impact that somehow? Oh well, we'll the supposed there. trade. Yeah. yeah, that's stupid. Let's just let's get let's get through this card quickly. Yeah. Um, next up, we had uh, Shinsuke versus Matt Hardy, which we can get through this pretty quickly. Uh, match starts out. The Jeff hands the title to the ref. The referee kind of goes to give it to JoJo. Mm-hmm. Low blow before the match even starts. Sweet. Uh, I love it. Um, Jeff gets up. Match starts. Kinshasa, one, two, three. Yep. Uh, your new U.S. champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Enter Orton. 
Yeah, Randy Orton comes out, and then another low blow. Dude, I feel so. I'm glad Jeff already has kids. Yeah. Because, man, That's Randy that. Orton. Yeah. So Randy Orton comes out and kind of does like, uh, uh, focuses on Jeff. Um, I don't want to say spreads his legs, but kind of like lifts up his legs and then yeah. stomps him in the nuts. Yep. So I'm like, I, I what? Yeah. He, what? He punches ticket to Vacation Town, I guess. I don't. Like, it, the only way I can see this happen, like, making any sense is, like, Jeff Hardy was my friend. If I did that to my friend, look what I can do to you. Oh, well, hold on. Wouldn't, weren't they involved in that weird three-way dance for the USA title? Oh, anyway, before, he, before, like, he right before he got injured? Yeah. Could be. So just Maybe, maybe there's, you know. Oh, wait, we're not doing this feud anymore? Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he just started going, Randy Orton could just do whatever, like, whatever he wants now. I mean, Yeah, I'm sure he just walked in that day and said, I'm part of this paper, you guys. Hi. I'm back. Put some baby oil on me. I'm telling you, that guy reeks of baby oil. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up, we had Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. And then. Uh, Holy shnikes. This was a fun match. It was. Um, so Owens tries to escape the cage right at the beginning of the bell. Strowman begs Owens to fight him. He said, Your shirt says fight Owens, fight, so fight me right here. Yeah. And Kevin Owens kicks some ass. Yeah. He can, he can brawl with uh, Braun Strowman, man. Um, he starts fighting him, hits a stone cold stunner on Braun. Yep. Um, and then eventually he handcuffs Braun. So the guy who was lifting cars a couple months ago <laughs> is is stuck in handcuffs now. Yeah, and he for the life of him can't get him off. Yeah, no, I, that makes total sense. I mean, those like, dude, those some strong um, handcuffs. Uh, Braun Strowman still manages to choke slam Kevin Owens um, when he's handcuffed because Owens got too close. Uh-huh. Owens tries to escape the cage. Braun follows. Well, breaks out he, of the handcuffs. He finally breaks out of the handcuffs. Follows. They are both on top of the cage, and uh, Braun looks way too comfortable way up there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's way too it was big. Like second nature for, to, for him. He's like one of those big dogs who thinks he's a small dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's like one of those guys because you can see it in his eyes. Like he's ready to be like, hey, like I'll do a moon salt if I need to. Like no, 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 you Braun. Don't have to, buddy. No, you definitely don't need to. Um, just watch some Bruiser Brody videos and just do that stuff. Yeah, you're you're yeah. fine. Um, and then all of a sudden, Braun Strowman choke slams Kevin Owens off of the cage for the loss through the announce table onto the padding. Holy shnikes! Because uh, they had a crash pad already to go on the table. Of course. Um, but yeah, man, it's just I don't know. Like even Meltzer was kind of going off about this how it's an unnecessary spot. Like, Kevin Owens really could hurt himself and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but he, and, he definitely took care of himself Yeah, on the way down. It, it was cool. I liked it, but I wasn't like, like, oh, my God, I want I want to see more of that. I was yeah, well, like kind two of, pay-per-views in a row. What was the last one? It, what um, he did? Money Bank, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Kevin Owens. Dude, see, that first one was cool. This, like, comparatively, this was just dangerous. So, yeah, Braun Strowman loses... The match, uh, but he kind of, kind of via forfeit, kind of. Sure, you know he threw he threw Owens out. Uh, next up, we have Team Hell No versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, apparently, due to an attack earlier in the night, uh, Kane uh, was injured and couldn't compete. Yeah, according to Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, he confirmed that that was actually used to cover up an actual injury yeah. uh, that Kane suffered. So, I mean. I don't know. Like, I wonder what would happen if he didn't have that injury. Well, they showed footage of it earlier, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying, like that, that was an actual injury. Oh, like what would have happened? Let's if, say he wasn't hurt. Yeah, like in like in real life. Yeah. Like I, what would would Miz have come out? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so first off, Daniel Bryan starts the match two on one handicap match. Um, 
yeah, Bludgeon Brothers kind of every time Daniel Bryan, he could face him one-on-one, but two-on-one, he started to lose control. Uh-huh. Um, eventually, Kane does come out, um, you know, through Hellfire and Brimstone. He gets, came out with a boot. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the boot on his foot. Yeah. Um, like I said, through Hellfire and Brimstone. Uh, and Brian gets that t- hot tag to Kane. Um, yeah, yes, kicks to Harper. Brian goes for the running knee to Harper. Rowan pushed Brian into Kane. Uh, and that was a doomsday they did, right? The, what's that move called? That, um, a- not AOP. It's the cosplay. You know the guys with the Legion of Doom? What's uh, that? What do they used to call that? Doomsday, right? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, they hit the Doomsday where he gets one up and then guy and hits him with the close. Line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hits the Doomsday and then they pin uh, Daniel Bryan for the. Harper pins Daniel Bryan to retain the titles. Wow, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and speaking of who cares, this is uh, <laughs> the next match. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, my God. There was some hard collar and elbow locks, lockups right here, yeah. man. Uh, it's just, you know, I just you know, want to say first wrestling. I, first, I just want to say I'm glad this didn't make the main event. Apparently, who the, main event apparently the superstars lobbied for that not to be the main event. Cool. They said uh, Strom or uh, Rollins and Ziggler deserve to be the main event. Great. That's I awesome. mean, that's the rumor in the back. I I don't know if that's really confirmed. Um, Roman seems like he's playing heel in this match. I don't know. That's just what I felt like. Yeah, no, to me too. Um, and then a ver- a, eventually beating down on Lashley, trying to even trying to use the stairs at one point, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, then Roman has Lashley up for the Samoan drop and just dumped him outside the ring. And then Lashley mm. took that nasty spill. Oh, I, I felt it in my shoulders. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, eventually, you got the vertical suplex to Roman. Roman kicks out, uh, hits hits him with a what I call it was like a running hug because it yeah. was like he just kind of like hugged him and then stopped and then just like fell fell him out. Mm. Yeah, like kind of tumbled him outside the ring. Yeah. yeah. It's not even a good word to use, but I'm going for it. It feels right to me. Uh, Superman punch to uh, Bobby Lashley off the top rope, and then a spear to Roman Reigns. Lashley pins Roman Reigns. Yeah, thanks, Goldberg, for introducing the spear that everybody uses. Yeah, now everyone's using a damn spear. Uh, Next up, we have Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Natty comes out to the ring with Nia, Mickey with Alexa, which I thought was really weird because Natty wasn't really utilized much at all. Yeah. Like, why was she was only there to get attacked? She was she was there for the purpose. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, like I said, uh, Mickey James and Alexa start attacking Natty, and a crazed fan who was sitting ringside <laughs> jumps the barricade. And apparently, she's a former UFC star, suspended WWE Monday Night Raw star Ronda Rousey. Um, starts beating them up, helping her friend Natalia. Eventually, she gets her hands on Alexa um, or on uh, Mickey James. Tries to put her in a the armbar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then apparently Mickey hit Naya with a chair, Bliss DDT, or Bliss DT to Naya on the chair, Alexa Bliss retains. Mickey was the MVP, running around everywhere with those heels on. Oh, did she have heels on? Yeah, she has stilettos on. That's, that's crazy, she was man. She running around, taking bumps, uh, crashing into announce tables, mm-hmm. everything. One thing I did find off-putting, though, about this match is it's extreme rules, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that WWE has this rule about hitting people on the head with chairs and yeah, yeah, garbage yeah. cans and stuff. So the trash can with the trash can and the tra- the trash lid with no handle. Yeah, those you know yeah, trying to use those on, on like a body part is just weird. Yeah, oh, those yeah, belong to the face. Yeah, like the um, like the shots to the arm with yeah, the, yeah with a trash can lid. The trash can lid. It it's, it's really dumb. weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Rusev versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. I mean, it was an okay match. 
Uh, Machka kicked to AJ at the beginning of the match. He kicks out. Rusev, uh, with a hurt leg, um, can't employ that. Because eventually, I guess he hurt his leg during the match. Yeah, I didn't catch it yeah. when, but it's probably like jumping off the top rope and landing on both feet. So he couldn't uh, apply the accolade. Aiden English rips off the turnbuckle cover, um, which led Rusev being tossed into um, tossed into the corner. By accident, yeah. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal form to Rusev. AJ Styles retains the title, which we all saw coming. Yeah, we knew how this match was going to play out, and it played out well. It was a good Congrats, match. Congrats, Rusev. Yeah. Good was, match. It, it was a good showcase of the Immortals, right? Uh, next up, we have Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler, the main event for the Intercontinental Championship. This was It was a good match, I thought. Uh, yeah, and Corey's on fire with the predictions on this one. Oh, me yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed I got almost, like, except for the pre-show, I think I got them all right. Yeah. That's the first time I was like, holy crap, that's... That's too much for me, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I feel like I need to go one-on-one with Michael because with his forfeit, he didn't make predictions. Yeah. So, I mean, he's. I don't know if it's like Brock Lesnar. Did he not defend the title? Am I the new champ? You know, it's like I, we have this 30-day clause here. They have yeah, to defend the yeah. title every 30 days. He's, he's going to get stripped, stripped, stripped the man of his title. And his advocate comes out. I think this is the best win percentage ever for CWR prediction show history. Wow. Wow, I'll take it. Uh, but this this match was really good, and I was actually I I was surprised at the end of this match to the final count. Yeah, I it went higher than we both thought. Yeah. Um. So the match started out Ziggler paying homage to Evil Knievel with his new tights, which I thought <laughs> was kind of cool. Um. I don't know, is Evil Knievel from uh, Pittsburgh? I don't ask me. Uh, apparently, his granddaughter was a roommate uh, a roommate of my friend. Really? Yeah, and she was like, apparently, she was pretty cool, but yeah. Did she like take motorcycle bumps? No, okay. no. She was. She probably. She, apparently, she brought. I think she brought a lot of girls home. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's San Francisco, man. It's 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 2017. You got to get love somewhere, man. There you go. <clears throat> uh, next. Uh, so the it was pretty, pretty good match. Buckle bomb to Ziggler. Uh, Rollins gets the first pin, and the fans. Uh, so this is. I don't know how I feel about the fans counting from ten to one, every yeah. time they hit the ten, like on the off the clock. Yeah. Um, so every time it hit 10 or 10, 9, 8, kind of like a Royal Rumble, yeah. but they did it like at like the 26th minute or something like that. Yes. Yeah, so they did it pretty early on. Yeah. That's, um, then eventually WWE took the clock off the screen. Fans booed. Yeah. It came back on. It got a loud pop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they were just doing it at random 10 seconds. Like at a certain point, huh. there was a point where they weren't even doing it from ten to one. Yeah, it was like from like twenty three to thirteen or something like that. <laughs> what, who came up with that? I, I don't know, but like it was just random, you know, random ten counts uh, throughout the throughout the match. Yeah. I don't know. I follow a columnist that uh, is from the area, and I'm, I know he did a rundown of the show. He'll, I'll read that article. See, if yeah, he mentions yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, so what happened was, like I said, Rollins gets the first. Um, gets the first pin. Then the fans start chanting that 10 count. A curb stomp to uh, Ziggler. 2 nothing. Seth Rollins. And this is when Drew McIntyre interferes. Um, gets a DQ. 3 nothing. Rollins. Yeah. Um, but good logic. Yeah. And then he just uh, continues the attack. Uh, Claymore to Rollins. That's when Ziggler um, pins Rollins right there. Um, it's 3-1. Then super kick to Rollins after the match starts up again. 3-2 Ziggler. Then a pin. 3-3, three, 4-3, three, three. eventually it ends up 4-4, four, four. clock runs out, we have a tie. But Kurt Angle comes out. And we're going to overtime. <sighs> yeah, like, what? Like, yeah, oh, they're always going to overtime. No, I know, but just like, that's just weird, because every other Iron Man match, if that happens, you go to some, sudden, some sort of sudden death, like yeah. this was. Yeah. But this, they were just like, nah, it's a draw, it's cool. <laughs> 
No, no. And then, uh, so basically what happened was, he re- they restart the match, the bell rings, McIntyre distracts Rollins, zigzag to Rollins, Ziggler retains the Intercontinental Championship. And it was a 31-minute Iron Man match. I, yeah, well, it was like, yeah, 30, 31 point, you know, yeah. depending on how long they were walking out of the ring. So that was Extreme Rules. Um, let's get into Monday Night Raw because, you know, hey, we've talked too much about Extreme Rules. And people got things to do. Exactly. Uh, Monday Night Raw started uh, last night. It was the 16th of July from Buffalo, New York. Um, oh, yeah, we didn't even mention. So last night, at, or the other night, Extreme Rules, Kurt Angle states that if um, Braun sh- or Brock Lesnar doesn't show up with the title um, either or make a, uh, agree to a match, that the he'll ultimate, be stripped. Ultimatum. Or he'll be stripped of the title. Yeah. Um, the show starts out. Kurt Angle comes out to the ring, and just pretty much get, cuts right to the cuts right to the point. Says yep. he says, as of right now, I'm stripping Brock Lesnar of the universe. He said the whole thing, so Brock Lesnar technically should be stripped. Yeah, I mean technically, technically. He, he said yeah. it. Um, and then that's when Paul Heyman came out trying to beg him to not strip him of the title. Uh-huh. Gave him Brock's layout of his future. He wants to go to UFC. As the Universal Champion, which I was saying a couple weeks ago. And it would be a cool idea. Um, he said he wants uh, they want Brock to walk in there as the Universal Champion with the title around his waist. And leave. But how kayfabe would that be? Oh, yeah, and to leave as UFC Champion. Yeah. How kayfabe would that be, though? Would Haven be coming down to the octagon with him? Or, or what if he loses? Would Brock... Does he give up the Universal title? Yeah, d- or does Braun come out? And, yeah, does he come out to cash in on Cormier? Yeah. He just choke slams him off the octagon? Yeah, that'd be great. Through a table or something? That uh, happened, but it would be great. Uh, so eventually Paul Heyman does uh, proclaim that Brock Lesnar will defend the title at SummerSlam. And then we get a parade. But he said, and who, 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 who will he defend against at SummerSlam? Out comes Bobby Lashley. He goes, I, I won last night, so I deserve a shot at the Universal title. I want you, Brock Lesnar. And hey, Heyman. I love Heyman, too. He's like, I'm, a, I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate. Yeah, yeah. When he gets back into the corner. Um, and now comes Drew McIntyre, which I was surprised but glad to see. Yeah, getting he, involved. He, uh, I was really happy about this. He said he wants to start his phase two. Yeah, I guess you know he's he's really a big fan of the Winter Soldier. Uh huh. Um, so he's you know phase two of Drew McIntyre. He says, well, was phase one Dolph Ziggler winning the title? Yes. So why didn't he? Never mind. It's just you know what I mean. Why didn't he just go up to the Intercontinental title? Yeah. He could have. He could have beat. He beat Rollins. That title's for you, little guy. He could have just challenged. I'm going for the universal title. That's true. Um, and then out comes Rollins. Out comes Elias. Out comes Balor. And out comes the big dog. <sighs> and I love how no one gets an introduction by Michael Cole. Like everyone just comes out and says what they have to say. Yep. But right as Roman Reigns goes, it's time for the big dog. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, calm so down. Did he just lose? Yeah, Angle uh, makes eventually makes a triple two triple threat matches for tonight or for last night. Um, what were the matches? It was oh, Seth Elias Lashley and then Drew, Drew Finn, Finn Roman. Roman. Which, looking at this, you were thinking like, "Oh my God, how can this? How how is this going to go?" Like, I'm so excited because this was really a, an exciting segment on the begin to begin the show with. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you had some drama with the Universal Title. You. You know, have all these guys, Elias, Finn Balor. You know, Finn Balor, the first Universal Champion. Elias was never held a main a main card title. Yep. Never held a title in WWE. Actually, I no. don't think so. Yeah. Um. You know, then you have Roman Reigns, who's just like, get out of here. Rollins, who everyone wants to be the Universal Champion. Yeah. That belt would look money on him. And um, I mean, this looks good on paper. I mean, we should have saw we should have saw what happened, but you know, we'll get there later. Yeah, yeah. But, but it looks good on paper. You can. Uh, See great matchups coming out of this. Yeah. 
and we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, then Angle backstage, you know, gets approached by Baron Corbin. Um, hey, why didn't you put me in the match? Stephanie didn't approve any of this. What are you thinking? So apparently, Kurt Angle needs to get approval for everything he does. Yeah. Even though if Corbin's there, he's supposed to be the eyes and ears for Stephanie, so he should be making decisions too. Yeah. You know what but I mean? Like, no, he, what, what he does is he's the eyes and ears, and then he reports to the brain. Hey, they're doing something bad. Yeah. Mom, I'm the mom. And he goes, why don't you put me in the match? You put Finn Balor in there. Because you, you lost. You, you lost him last night. <laughs> I make him sound like uh, like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, He Kurt Angle would would be perfect right next to Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Couch. Yeah, so then it cuts the first triple threat match. was Drew versus Finn versus Roman. And this was a really good match. A really cool McIntyre bomb off the ropes to the outside. Oh, to, uh, to, to Roman. Okay. We did that forward flip bomb mm-hmm. thing. Ooh, boy, that guy can move. Oh, well, and then McIntyre flying to the outside the yeah. rope to Finn Balor and Roman Reigns doing the um, kind of the leaping, uh, what is that? Like a plancha? No, it's not a plancha. No, plancha's flat. Yeah, plancha's like plancha through the rope, like, like the middle. Forward. No, no, no. Plancha is when you, uh, a plancha means iron. Okay. So it's flat. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, well, McIntyre flies like up. Diving yeah. forward bomb Whatever you want to call it. Kind of looks like a, a senton or like a swanton, yeah. you know, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, hits them both. Double stomp. Double stomps all around from Finn Balor to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually a really cool moment where we actually thought um, what Balor was going to. I mean, I didn't really think Balor was going to win. I was hoping. I was like, oh, because no it way. just, I have a, like, I just remembered their last time doing this and it came down to, it was two triple threat matches, the winner of the two. Oh. Faced off again, and the winner faced Seth Rollins at SummerSlam two years ago. Okay, and Finn Balor beat Roman Reigns. So I just remembered in my head that that happened, and I'm uh, like, Balor's not going to win again, again against way. Roman Reigns. Yeah, and they protected Drew in the match. You know, Drew didn't take the pin. So, yeah. um, coup de gras to um, to uh, Roman Reigns, and then a claymore to Balor. Superman punched a McIntyre spear to Balor. Oh, like uh, I said, was there a Laszlo kiss? Is that what Corey Graves called it? A Laszlo kiss? Yeah, I thought he said Laszlo. Oh, kiss. the Glas- Gl- Glasgow or Glasgow? Yeah, what's the name? What's the name? There's somewhere in Glasgow. Yeah, it's in Scotland, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was the Glasgow. I thought I heard Laszlo. Like uh-huh. Laszlo, the, the commentator from Grand Theft Auto Three. Hey, man, Laszlo Jones, man. He's um, he apparently he's a real person. Yeah, I didn't know that until like, I've been watching all these videos on YouTube, like things you didn't know about Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and one of them is that Laszlo Jones is a real person. Yeah. So hey. So yeah, uh, Glasgow Kiss busted Roman wide open. Did the he? Hard way. Yeah. Did he get busted open. I didn't even see yeah. that. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, Roman Reigns. Ro- Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns pins Finn Balor to advance Ooh. to the next week to face the winner of Lashley, Ooh. Rollins, and Elias. I you know wa- he's gonna lose. I wonder. No, I think no. Well, okay, we'll we'll get oh, we'll get there after the after we talk to the next. I, I want to say if he wins, I quit, but I don't want to quit. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> wrestling. Uh, next, we have Bailey in Kurt Angle's office. Bailey has said she's tried to meet Sasha halfway on the counseling, but she just feels like Sasha is just who she is, and you know won't change. Um, that's when Kurt Angle says to her that well, you guys better get along, and we settle things here in the ring. So I said, oh, okay, great. They're gonna have a match. That match apparently was a tag team match where they had to uh, team it, uh, with each other. It's because you guys are a good combination together. And if you can't exist, 
don't have to trade one of you guys. Huh. Yeah, I'm, yeah, and then they said he said I'm gonna have to trade one of you to SmackDown Live, and that's when Bailey should have just been like, right on, dude. Yeah, like please, trade one of us. Trade me, trade yeah. me, trade me. Like, have you heard of their TV deal they have over there? Yeah, I'm I'm ready for that. They're gonna get a third hour. Woo! And who's the women's champion over? There? Oh, Carmella. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Put Bailey over. She can beat Carmella. Yeah, and you know she. Well, never mind. The way yeah. WWE books things. Yeah. Uh, so next up was uh, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, it was uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan was the smartest superstar sponsored by Control X. Oh, yeah. I saw that. It was kind of cool. I like how they were um, talking about like old school wrestler managers. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we have Dolph Ziggler in uh, in-ring promo. I'm the Iron Man. I'm a, you know, I like Black Sabbath. Blah, blah. Um, basically, out comes Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode challenge him, challenges him for the IC title right away. And... Uh, Ref comes out, and apparently they announce it's for the high C championship, but Ziggler says a nay-nay and says, no, this you're just getting a singles match. Sorry, bro. At first, I'm like, dude, non-title match? Are you, are you serious? He's going to lose. Yeah, well, that's why I thought. I thought Ziggler was going to lose. Yeah. Um, so then it was Ziggler versus Rude. I mean, it, a lot of chin locks. Yeah. It was slow. I mean, I'm not a wrestler. I've been a wrestling reviewer for less than a year yep but i've been a wrestling fan for almost 29 years and this was just like a slow match it's just, screeching halt yeah um never never really kicked out of second gear either the crowd was dead yeah uh, eventually super kick to bobby Roode and ziggler pins bobby Roode. then why even make it non-title why even do it at all yeah like why not have somebody else come out like there's 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 plenty of other people you could put in this. You could have put Elias in this. Yeah. Had him win this and put Bobby Roode in the universal title thing. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, next Who up. Who this stuff? I know. Uh, um, next up, we have Bobby Lashley backstage. He's, I'm, I'm good enough to beat Brock Lesnar. I, I am. I work out. Uh, Robo, Robo Bobby. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. I don't, I just, Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, he's like cool. And like I like his in ring performance. I just when he starts talking, I'm like, shut up, dude. Yeah. Like he just annoys the crap out of me. I don't know. Um, next but we have backstage Bobby Roode, more Bobby Roode, and Mojo Raleigh. And this is when Mojo Raleigh just comes up to him and says, You're not glorious. Yeah. And just walks away. So we'll see them fight next week. Okay. Yeah, probably. Uh, next up we have Mojo Raleigh versus Tyler Breeze. And um, okay. I have to talk about this. This isn't, okay. this isn't the match. I don't know if you caught this. Okay. So right as um, Tyler Breeze is already in the ring, Mojo Raleigh's coming out. And they said to Coach, or they said, hey, you didn't give us the, you, uh, we got through the first hour without you giving your word of the hour. Yes. So yes. he says something like, oh, oh, well, I'm trying to get it in. And apparently Cole just starts talking about Mojo Raleigh because he's doing his job. Hey, Mojo yep. Raleigh, yep. he's been on a tear. This trying to stop that air from happening. Coach is talking over him. Like, like really bad. Like, like, like he was like, 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 he was exactly. He like literally like, it was a mess. Yes, it was. It was a complete mess. And then, and then he, so then Corey Graves is like talking about like the match. He says, oh, Mojo just buried Breeze with that, with that slam. And coach says, hmm, burying, hmm, seems a lot of that is going around lately. Yeah. Yeah. What? Dude, you're breaking so many rules right now. What? He even said last night, like. At a certain point, he said, "These two guys are putting on a performance." Yeah, putting on a what? A, what? No. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. Like I know Coachman sucks, but Jesus Christ, um, this is one of his uh, worst nights. I, I wrote some notes on. No, it, it was really bad. Like he's yeah. 
he seems like he's arguing back. He seems like he wants out of this contract. And I would not be surprised that when his contract ends, probably at the end of the year, yeah. I'm guessing he has a one-year contract uh-huh. that he's just done. Yeah. And that I know, like, like what are they going to do? Just pay him and not have him? You know what I mean? They can pay another guy to come in. Yeah, well, or they can pay this guy to do interviews in the back or put him at uh, WWE.com. I can put Renee up there. Yeah. Put Renee Young up there. She'll and be way better than Coach. Have, have Coachman back there just, like, with The Rock again, and he'll just get, like, um, what? Because remember, The Rock always yeah. used to mess with them? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but the match, Mojo versus Tyler Breeze. Um, it, oh, and then, sorry. <laughs> and then at a certain point, after the match, Cole says... He goes, it's okay. We'll let you have your word of the hour the next hour. You don't have to throw a, t- a tantrum on air. Ooh. Or he says, you don't have to throw a tantrum. That's Vince. Yeah. Oh, that, that's 100% Vince. Because yeah. they knew it was so awkward. They hadn't mentioned something about yeah, it. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, okay, but back to the match. <laughs> you know how green Mojo is? Uh, He's so green that Breeze, Breeze, uh, Tyler Breeze is calling the shots in the ring. He's the general mm-hmm. here. Well, Tyler Breeze was at NXT for a long time, and yeah. I think he was a wrestler before this, mm-hmm. or before WWE. He was an indie guy. Uh, whereas Mojo came from NFL, yep. and they made a point to say uh, that a bunch yep. last night. Yep. Um, but there was a shoulder tackle to Tyler Breeze on the outside. I don't. I mean, the Alabama Slam, man. I don't. I don't know. It's cool. It looks effective in a video game. It's a dated. But it looks so bad. Like yeah. it just looks like it hurts. Like it looks like it legitimately hurts. Like the person taking it, how do you tuck your chin? Yeah, when, when you're, you're being like thrown. whipped yeah. into the floor, like your whole body, like you can suffer whiplash, a broken. Well, I don't know. I don't. Didn't they ban the the jackknife power bomb? Yeah, at a certain point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, makes, it's the same in WCW, right? I think in WWE too. Okay. Man. It's the same effing move, if not worse. Yeah, I mean that's just crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the jackknife, you just kind of let the guy fall. Yeah, and I think the kids. I think the kids were trying to imitate it or something. Uh-huh. You know, there's those cases where I think that brother like accidentally killed his sister. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it was a power bomb. I forget the move. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. Mojo Riley pins Tyler Breeze after the Alabama Slam. So I guess that's his finisher now. Uh, next up, we have Bailey and Sasha versus Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox. Strange stoppage, strange angle, strange stipulation, strange match. Strange. Why is opponents why all... strange teams? Yeah. Strange fellas. Why have all Bailey's signature moves been removed? Remember, she used to have the hair pull. Yeah, yeah. Then elbow. Yeah. Uh, she used to do the bang bang. Yeah, kind and, of like the cactus jack style. Yeah, and she used to do the waving thing. Like she kind of did the waving. They're like thing taking last everything night. out of her, man. Yeah, that, everything that is her character, they're taking away. I they're loved just, Bailey. Like yeah, I love Bailey. Like I'm not like Bailey, but like no, she's awesome, man. She's from San Jose, Bay Area gal. Um, she was a great wrestler at NXT. Even like I have like me and my friend, we saved our hugger section because we got some hugger section signs yeah. when we were at one of the shows, uh-huh. and we uh, I laminated them and cool. we kept them. So, but yeah, man, it just really sucks. So basically, this whole match, um, it starts with uh, Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox kind of brawling with Bailey, Sasha staying on the ropes. Uh, Corey Graves does note that Dana Brooke did do, do the statistics last night, though, yeah, is that, yeah, that she is a hundred percent undefeated with any partner against any team that has been in therapy for the last two weeks. It's true, and apparently at the end of this match, it was still true uh, because, like I said, Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke were attacking Bailey, and that's when Sasha came over, and they're on the outside of the ring, mind you. Yeah. Uh, Sasha comes over and starts brawling with them. 
Uh, Which is like, legit, I thought. Yeah, does a crossbody and uh, hits both the women, and then eventually the ref just calls the bell. Yeah, well, why? And so, I, and there's a lot of like nobody knows what happened. There was no announcement of what happened. Uh, WWE.com did rule that Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke did win via disqualification. But, but what, I, what was the rule that was broken? So what I don't get is that. What I think it was is I think he was giving Sasha a five count, but the referee sucks. Yeah. WWE refs suck. Yeah. You're not supposed to do a five count if you're in the process of doing a ten count to the legal competitors. Are, exactly. Are you doing two counts at once, yeah. dude? Like, because Bailey and because Bailey and whoever was legal, Dana or Alicia. Yeah. She they were outside for a minute too, and he wasn't doing that ten count, but yet Alicia or Sasha comes over, and it's all of a sudden one, two, three, four, five. Okay, yeah. DQ, you're but done. Was you one? Two, three, wait. One, two, three, two, four, three, five, four, six, five. You're done. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense at all, especially since uh, they were were both attacking Bailey. Yeah. Like, they should have been DQ'd. If anything, yeah. Uh, Well, anyways, uh, then eventually Sasha Banks just leaves Bailey at the ringside, storms up the ramp, leaves. uh, Mm -hmm. That's where Bailey leaves, too. Uh, next we have Renee Young. Oh no! Hold on! No. Next we have we no. Have yeah. The, the no, angle. The fallout. Okay. So this is okay. So I don't. We we probably should talk about this a little bit. So backstage with Sasha and Bailey. Um, Bailey comes. Hey, what's going on? Um, Sasha saying you don't get it. You know I love the way little girls look up to you. I love how everybody loves you. I love that you're a hugger, Bailey. I love you. Yeah. Where are they going with this? Yeah, we okay. never get a clear. First I, off, disclaimer: I don't care. You know, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. We're in San Francisco. Yeah, we women love women, wrong. men love men. You yeah. know, whatever you want to love, as long as you find love in life, good for you. However, WWE does not have a very good track record yeah. of having LGBTQ storylines. You know, I refer or, to let's say good storylines. You're right. They have a bad track record of of of, or they have a track record of pulling really offensive storylines. Yeah. Uh, like Chuck and was it who was the guy's Chuck and uh, Barry or Billy and Chuck, Billy and Chuck, Chuck Billy and Lumbo Chuck, and, yeah. What's his name? Yeah, and um, Goldust, and which I don't. Okay, so because I, you know, I tell my best friend like I love you, like hey bro, I love you, you know, yeah. you're like my brother, or like I've had friends and girls like hey, I love you, you're yeah. like my sister. Yeah, but the, the way she said it was like very romantic comedy angle, like like kind of like yeah. I yeah. love you, don't I you? I love get, you, okay? Don't you get it? And then just leaves. Yeah, now we don't get if if it's I'm uh, in a, love with you. Or, or rom- I, a romantic love, love or friend. a platonic yeah, we love. Don't, we don't get the definition of what she's trying to. And if they're going to do an LGBT, LGBTQ storyline, why not do it with people who are actually of the LGBTQ community? And there are women. Yeah, uh, what, what's her name? Um, God, Smackdown. Uh, uh, Deville. Uh, yeah, Sonya Deville. She's uh, she's an open lesbian. Mm-hmm. So why can't you do a storyline with her? You know, I I just maybe it, I mean it's all whoever feel com- comfortable with it. I just yeah. don't get why they t- pick two straight women, or they could. I mean, they could be. We don't know what they're into. We they we don't know fully, like, but I do yeah. know they both have. I think Sasha's married. That's right. Yeah, and Bailey does have a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, despite Alexa Bliss saying Bailey's never had a boyfriend, Bailey does have a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know where this is going. Yeah, even I would, Corey I, Graves' face at the end of that segment was weird. He was probably like, "We're really doing this, yeah, guys? Really?" Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know what's happening with Bailey and Sasha, and they're just continuing this feud 
that's been going on for how long now? And now there's a huge twist to it. Yeah, now they now she loves her and like, she, oh, because she said something like, you know, it's fine when I beat up on you, but when anybody else beats up on you, I have a problem with that. And you know, I've I've had that situation happen before, but the person wasn't in love with me. Yeah. it was just like someone yeah. felt bad for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. I hope that it's just like a like. Don't you get it? Like I love you. You're my best friend. Yeah. Like you you mean everything to me, but yet. Or if they do go with the lesbian angle, to do it right, give it some, you know. Uh, well, they don't even bring it up. It's yeah. just like they're just a tag. They're not even tag. They just like come to each other to ring maybe at one time to yeah. time, and then yeah, I just. Because there was a really good storyline of in back in the day with Joey Ryan, not in WWE, mm-hmm. um, but just outside, and it was like he was like somebody like the heel called him out and was like, "Yeah, yeah, I know you want to sleep with me because you're gay." Da da da. And then he came out and was like, "Yeah, I am gay, but what does that have to do with anything about me? Yeah. What does that have to do with the person I am? I'm going to come in this Sunday, kick your ass, take that title." And it was a really well done um, LGBT or a gay character. Sure. So, I mean, maybe if WWE wants to take a note from that, sure. You know, right on. I'm ne- I would never say they shouldn't do it based off of it being a lesbian story angle. Yeah. Um, I just worry because of their past. Yeah. That's totally. Totally. Odd segue to the Owen Strowman angle. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they, they did cut. They cut to the commentators and then they cut back to like a flash of uh, the a replay. Well, they of cut to happened. the commentators and you see Graves' face. Yeah. And then uh, somebody says something and Cole's like, speaking of which, uh, <laughs> Strowman and Owens. Oh, what? oh, what it was. What it was. He says something like, somebody said, like, Oh, they're not friends anymore. Or like, I wonder if they can still be friends. And he goes, yeah, "Well, you know who's not. Yeah. You know who's not. Or you know who tried to be friends with somebody was Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens." And they cut to the replay of what happened the night before. Yeah. Um, which cut to Renee Young with Braun Strowman in the back, and um, you know, yeah, he's, Strowman interview. Yeah, he uh, he made a good point about why he wasn't in, involved in the beginning of the the beginning of the show. I have this. He, he pulls up his money in the bank briefcase says, I have this. I can cash in for the universal title shot anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey man, Otto, you don't need to try. You can lose every single match from here on out yep. and you're fine. So you got, you have that. Just like I said, go to UFC eventually and just cash it in there. Bring a ref with you, I think. I don't yeah, know if you can yeah. use the UFC refs for no, that. No, no, no. They're not sanctioned. No, definitely not. Um, next we have... They're too smart. Yeah. Next we have the B team coming to the ring with their newly acquired tag team titles um you know it looks weird on them but whatever um it looks weird because of the t-shirts yeah oh yeah yeah so they come out cuts the commercial cuts back they're facing the ascension and apparently was a tag team title match why is this a title match but Dolph gets to do the non-title i don't know how does the ascension that that's been earn a tag team title where the b team had to win a battle royal Weeks ago, weeks and weeks ago, and then goes one on ones. Yeah, with the leaders. Yeah, and then you have the Ascension here, who is just like get a tag team title shot. So I was like, oh, all right, whatever. Um, so the revival is watching on from backstage, and then we have they eventually hit their their backbreaker, their backdrop neckbreaker. Curtis Axel pins one of the members of the Ascension, uh, and then it cuts the, to the deleter of worlds on the main screen. Mm-hmm. Um, basically saying that they will invoke their rematch next week, um, and we'll see what happens with that. Because I just hope it ends sometime. I in hope the compound. It, I hope the deleters. Yeah, if it ends in the compound, I'll be happy. Do that SummerSlam, or just get rid get rid of the the deleter of worlds. Man, they're just annoying. They're yeah, annoying. Ma- uh, ma- I, I don't find them as annoying as cosplay. 
Matt Hardy's just sluggish. Like he's just like limping around. I feel he like is, he both is. of them, both the Hardy boys are. Yeah. Oh, and Jeff Hardy. You saw that on Twitter, right? What? Like, uh, Matt posted maybe it's time we moved on. What? To and what? at first you thought it was the deleters. Yeah. Oh. Then he posted a picture of him and, and Jeff. Jeff, like just their shadow walking in the hallways. Oh. Uh, you know, yeah. from, the, from behind. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey man, everyone's got to call it quits eventually. I'm sure yeah. they made some good money. Hopefully, they saved up enough after all the all the trials and tribulations they've been through. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of trials and tribulations, the Purge TV show, ten special episodes coming to USA TV. Really? I'm in. I'm down. I just, I if as long as it's more storyline based. The the thing, the reason why the Purge interests me and things like the Purge interest me is because you take a standard American society and you you twist it. Yeah. It's not like a society like Mad Max. I can't get into. That's very post-apocalyptic. Exactly. It's very, the bombs have dropped. Exactly. This is like, okay, it's everyday society, but one night a year. This ev- is legit ev- could happen tomorrow. Exactly. Well, yeah, nowadays. Um, just like I like, you know, the walking dead. I like that because it was like the re- yeah. real world, but zombies, yeah. uh, a virus spread. Mm-hmm. Things of that nature. Oh, that's going to be good, though. When does that start? Do you know? <clears throat> oh, I didn't write down a date. Uh, maybe. Leaving uh, us hanging. Come on. Maybe around the same time that uh, Eli's album drops. Oh, that's next week, man. Ooh. Oh, well, hopefully we'll have a review next week for that. Uh, we need we need to do that just a, like a 15-minute review, just reviewing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we totally should. Uh, next up, we have the Leather Jacket Buddies in the ring, Mickey, Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Um, Bliss cutting a promo saying she's still champion after last night, saying she beat every woman in that locker room. Um, that's when the fans started Ronda chanting Ronda Rousey. Rousey. Um, she waited, though, for them to chant Ronda Rousey. She did. I felt like. And then she says, well, she's not in the locker room, so she doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, that's when Ronda Rousey appears through the fans, through the crowd. With the Mohawk cornrows. And I thought that was awesome because I, I had it, it Mohawk. Does, does I've had fun. Mohawk cornrows before. Yeah. Uh, in high school, one time I had a mohawk. It was raining. It was the last day of class. I was like, you know that when you're in high school and like you, you're about to switch classes into a new semester, yep. and but it's like your last day and you guys aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. So like we were doing it, and this one girl was like, "Can I can I braid your hair?" And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't have it up." And so yeah. she gave me two little cool corn or two <laughs> little rows, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what you call in, individual rows. Yeah, two rows. Um, but yeah, Ronda Rousey appears and she comes down to the ring. Alexa and Mickey try to make a beeline out of the up the ramp, and then Rhonda just books it, man. Yeah. You could see her running behind the fans, <laughs> and as soon as she gets back on camera, she kind of tries to slow down. Was like, "Oh, it's up." Yeah. Um, her makeup looks awesome too. Yeah. Well, that was really. It was like super smoky eyed. Yeah, and like uh, I don't know, like an evil slash on there. It, yeah, she, a great look. Whoever did that, her look last night mm-hmm. was spot on. Uh, stuff. That's when Rhonda Rousey was uh, went after attack Mickey James and Alexa. Kurt Angle comes out and says, Rhonda, you need to wait out your suspension at home. Um, that's when the constable, Baron Corbin, comes out and says, Rousey needs to be reprimanded for what she does. What yeah. she does. I agree. Yeah. She, no, it's not right. She's been well, showing she up. she gets an extra week of uh, detention. And reward with a title shot. Yeah. Because um, Baron Corbin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call. St- Where's my phone? I'm telling mom. And uh, he leaves to go get his phone. And Kurt Angle, womp, womp, womp. He had the phone all along, right He's there. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, it was just, it was so like cheesy, Coraline. That's when he awards the title match to Ronda Rousey uh, for SummerSlam. So she's probably picking up that title. I'm guessing. Yeah, that would be exciting. Uh, next, we have Seth Rollins with Charlie backstage, basically saying, you know, uh, Charlie, if I have to go through my brother Roman Reigns, I will, and I know he would do the same thing. 
Pretty much. Yeah. I uh, didn't really say much else. Yeah, 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 it's a yawn promo. Okay. Uh, next, we have AOP versus Titus Worldwide, which was a complete squash match. Yep. Um, AOP take out Titus early, and then they just kind of do a double team on Apollo. Last chapter to Apollo. AOP pins Apollo. Program continues. SummerSlam pregame show. Uh, it's going to be hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My podcast rep on the line saying this is going to be one of the hot openers. On that pregame for SummerSlam. Titus Worldwide. Yeah. Ooh. Worldwide. Uh, next up, we have Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan backstage just just, uh, just being dumb. The, the piggyback squad like, meets the No Way Conga line. Yeah. So they, like, steal sunglasses from one of the from one of the Rosebuds. Um, yeah. yeah. It was really weird because No Way Jose wasn't even on the show except for that segment. Yeah. Apparently, I think he was on main event, so he got uh, relegated. Relegation. Relegate. I think they're starting to relegate, man. Uh, Next, we have Sarah Logan versus Ember Moon. Um, She's no longer uh, Skinner from from Bayou. No, she's a Viking. She's a Viking now. With face paint. She took a 23andMe. And real, yeah. I think did they say she took a twenty three? Because no, he said ancestry. Uh, Graves said, "Ah, it's amazing what you could find out on ancestry.com. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Man, could Graves shut up?" Because <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, "I'm really going to get one of those." And then he said, "She's from Western Ireland." Yeah, my family's from Western Ireland. I'm like, "Oh, am I a Viking too? <laughs> That'd be cool." I'm taking. I'm going to get that twenty three of me. Yeah. Um, but the match was okay. The entire commentary team, I felt like, was bickering during this entire match. Coach, you're about as smart as a marble. Yeah, that, dude, I cracked up when he said that because I've never heard that. That is great. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that all the time now. Um, Did you say smart or sharp? Oh, no, he said sharp. You're, you're a sharp, sharp as a marble. He's sharp as a marble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ember goes for the eclipse, uh, but um, Liv Morgan distracts Ember Moon. That's when Sarah Logan kicks her off the ropes and pins Ember Moon after falling off the ropes. So that was apparently Sarah Logan's first win. Yeah, at, on the main roster yeah, as first a win, maybe second match. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, next up we have is the main event, Lashley versus Elias versus Rollins. Good good match, not as for, good as the first triple threat match, um, but still, it was okay. I'll, yeah, okay, I will say that Elias kind of, you know, the new guitar, new strings, shaky hands, uh, chords just didn't sound Didn't like, sound good? No, no, not really uh, good. I always thought he was maybe, you know what, he just probably didn't have time. You know, it could happen. They could have something could have happened. They could have said, "Here's your guitar. You know, we just got you a new one." Wait, what do you mean? Okay, uh, yeah. Hey, everybody, it's Elias. And, and I think Corey Graves just uh, did a dig on Bruno Mars and Pearl Jam. Why? I think he said something like, "That was pretty bad." Um, believe me, I've seen Bruno Mars and Pearl Jam in this in this venue. Oh yeah, damn. That's that's funny because he's from oh no, he's from the East. I know he's from Pittsburgh. This was Monday Night Raw. They were in Buffalo. Uh-huh. But he, he does travel a lot. He's like a showster. Yeah. He's like one of those guys. Cause he had a show on WWE Network, uh-huh. which is kind of cool, where he went to like all these different events. Yeah. Like one time he went to like a furry convention. Oh, wow. If you guys <laughs> you don't know what a furry is, it's a person who dresses up in a in an animal suit and has a... Almost like a mascot. Yeah. Costume. Like a mascot costume. And they, they, they have intercourse uh, while wearing mascot costumes. And the more you know, right? Yeah. Sponsored by City Wrestling Radio. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like I said, this is a pretty good match. Elias attacks of Rollins Reigns before the bell even rings. Rollins uh, gets a fabulous looking frog splash on Lashley. Uh, buckle bomb to Lashley. Um, then he sprinted right over to give a superplex Falcon Arrow combo to Elias. Rollins, man, is the workhorse of the WWE and an early front runner in my case for. Re- Wrestler of the Year for a CWRE. Mm. I'm just saying, man. He's looking that good. He might win the CWRE for me. Mm-hmm. Um, curb stomp to Elias and Lashley. 
Uh, oh, and uh, curb stop to Elias, and Lashley breaks the count. Uh, Rollins gets the curb stop on Lashley. Eventually, Elias pulls Rollins out of the ring. Spear to Elias. One, two, three. Lashley pins Elias. So next week we have Bobby Lashley again for okay. Roman Reigns. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you say was going to happen? Lashley's going to win or Lashley's going to lose? Lashley's winning. I don't think so. I see. I, I think Brock's going to. I think Brock's going to come out every time I say that. that, that I know. Happens. I said that last night. I said yeah. Brock was going to come out last night, and Braun was going to cash in. I even said that on the Slack. Yeah. And of course, it didn't happen. Um, but I just I feel like that's the only way to go. You can have Roman Reigns versus. I mean, I guess you can have Lashley versus. I don't know. Maybe someone comes out and tax Roman Reigns. Maybe McIntyre comes out and tax Reigns. That would make sense. Next week, and mm-hmm. then Lashley. Um, gets the win. He goes on to face Lesnar, and Lesnar Lashley would be. Would... And then you get a McIntyre Roman Reigns SummerSlam match, oh, which man. I'm all in for. It's just all of Vince's boys against each other. Yeah. So that was Monday Night Raw, guys. Yeah. You know, uh, for the main event, I actually took it off. You uh, did? But, yeah, because you know Michael kind of spoiled it on the Slack. Oh, I as soon as uh, something pops up on Slack during, or if I haven't watched Raw yet, I pop it. I don't even look. I'm like snooze, and yeah. I, I get out yeah, of there. I should I should have done that. But then, but it was actually a good opportunity for me to switch over to Table for Three with uh, Bradshaw, Eric Bischoff, and Brother Love. Ooh, highly Brother recommend Love. this one. Is that uh, highly highly? Is that Bruce Pritchard? Bruce Pritchard, yeah, yes. yeah. Highly recommend this. Table for Three is really good. The bickering that happens Ooh, uh, between yeah. Pritchard and uh, Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Man, some great, great stuff. I check it out. I like I like WWE Network. Not yeah. all their stuff, but you, you would never think that uh, JBL is like the peacemaker. He is the peacemaker during JBL this. is actually he's he's pretty funny. Like okay, I I know there's there's been like allegations of bullying, you know, within the WWE. Yeah, but anything I've seen him in, like outside of the WWE, he is he seems like the most charming man ever. Yeah. Like he's like all smiles, like he cracks some jokes here and there. He looks like he's had a drink or two. Yeah. You know, I just it's just funny to me, man. It's just I don't know. JBL, he's he's something else though. I don't know. Yeah. Um before we get out of here, guys, you know, we have to do our usuals and give out birthday wishes. Happy birthday. Today to we have you. three birthdays. Uh the first birthday we give out to one uh, former K Fabe girlfriend of David Flair. Daphne. Oh, I loved her. Daphne turns 42 years old today. 42? 42. She looks much younger. She does. Uh, next, we have Mike Knox, who was uh, formerly in e- well, the remake of ECW and mm-hmm. WWE. Um, he turns 39. And we have one, Mojo Raleigh, oh. who turns 32 years old today. Congratulations, Mojo. So, Mojo, at least you get birthday wishes from us. And apparently, Oh, I didn't bring it. Apparently, didn't he like... I miss that where he like cornered Bobby Roode. Oh no, we brought that up. Yeah, we, we, we talked about yeah. that. Oh well, guys, we got to get out of here. I need to go to improv class, um, and I need to get something to drink. My throat is dry. All right, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I am Jose. And guys, like I said before, catch us on SoundCloud. I don't know why I'm doing this now. Stitcher, Castbox, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter. I didn't say that earlier, did I? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, CWR at CWR four one five. You say it every time. So that's at CWR. Well, there could be some first time listeners. There could be. All right, guys, uh, for City Wrestling Radio. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.